0: It's the Winning Ticket Podcast, where having fun is minus 1,000. With your hosts, Dean Contrino, Joe Hoffman, Zach Naciolo, and Johnny Della Luna. guys here it is the episode you've been waiting for all fucking year it's Yo, the joe. super bowl in los angeles okay. SoFi stadium we're all here together john dean zach and joe in that order as i'm looking at all you guys it's great to be back in the uh i was gonna say the round table it's the square table now we're at <laughs> yes. dean's place uh yep. and we're we're back together doing our last football game of the season bittersweet but we're really excited for the super bowl for, the, for those who don't know it's the Bengals at Legitimately at the Rams uh, as the Rams are playing in in, uh, SoFi Stadium, Uh, the second team ever and the second team in a row to host the Super Bowl in their home stadium. There is so much at stake. Narratives, um, stuff with with how uh, Los Angeles has built their team. Uh, A very Hollywood-style team with maybe a Hollywood-style ending in store. Whereas the Bengals are sweeping in from the Midwest. Joe Burrow looking as cool as ever. They're looking to make their stamp win a Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history. And they're back in the Super Bowl in like something like 30 years. So there's a lot at stake. We have so much to break down. We're going to hit on what bets to take. We're going to tell you what props to take, what sides that we like. Um, I guess just like, how are you guys feeling, and, and where do you want to start? I, I'm feeling good, and I
1: just yeah. want to start off by saying, um, you know, I want to give a nod to the conference championship episode. John, I believe you hit a two-underdog with the spread parlay. Yes, sir. So, uh, Winning Ticket Podcast is actually doing really good in the postseason, so yeah. Super Bowl is always... I made up for
0: it, because I had, I had three losing <laughs> yep. weeks in a row, I think. So this, this uh, yeah, it was, that three, it was that three and a half.
1: Yes. Uh, the, yes. The Niners for the won, Niners uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. wound up uh, covering. Chris yeah.
1: Chris. So this is um the one of my favorite days of the entire year and 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 the main thing to say is that you know this game is kind of like the uh, encapsulation of why mm-hmm. sports gambling became legalized because uh, Joe I, I think you have the stats where it's like there's like eight and a half billion dollars bet. On this day alone and um, same She's thing just and that used She's to all be yeah it used to be all under the table now sure. Uncle Sam's getting a portion of yeah. it but yeah it's one of my favorite days and we're gonna guide you listener into making the most amount of money and of course I want to urge everyone if you did not listen we do have a YouTube channel where Joe and I have been working on some uh, unique strategies to kind of get out of the game uh, betting DFS and uh, the Single game slate draft episodes as well. Probably another so, one
2: coming out later this week. Oh yeah, so, yes, yeah, definitely. Maybe Saturday maybe Saturday, Saturday night, night,
1: night yeah. we can yeah. get get another relook at it because uh, actually I'm going to call back to one of those episodes, Joe. You very um, skillfully drafted Tyler Higby. I know that you were saying that a lot, oh, yes, and yes. Um, it's he's very much tracking to play. And same with uh, Uzama. Although I'm going to call a little bit of bullshit on Uzama. I think he's a little bit more hurt than they're letting on.
3: I agree, and that might might play one of my better prop bets. Love you
1: know? that. Uz- Uzama,
0: who, uh, just a, a totally non-sequitur, but a true story. Uzama, who says he listens to... Uh, the Winning Thing Podcast. Uh, he,
1: he wow, to, thank uh, you.
0: Thank to, <laughs> you, CJ. I'll make a man out of you from uh, Mulan. Mm. Uh, before every game. And so I had... Uh, I had Instagrammed, I've, I've, I purchased something from the director of Mulan uh, ages ago, and so we actually have an Instagram chat, and I sent this to him, and I said, hey, by the way, your movie, this guy loves this song, he plays all the time, and he actually reposted it, That's and he amazing. loved wow. seeing that, That's yeah, awesome. I'll have to show you guys, the, I think I showed you guys the message, yeah, and yeah, I'll, I'll, and maybe I'll put it on uh, on the winning ticket you know, on this Instagram, is, this but, is even more was, of a
1: non-sequitur, <laughs> that cool. reminds me of, uh, <laughs> me and my coworkers had a group chat about the NBA, yeah. where we just added Victor Oladipo for years. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking in the chat, and the one time he did respond, wow, yeah, so, <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's Shout funny. out to Vic if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs>
0: definitely rubbing shoulders there. Um, so yeah, so that's cool. So, th- so those tight ends have a lot of stories. Um, I know Zach. We're, we're previewing a little bit of our our ism right now with with Odell. It's nice seeing him. I think we speak for a lot of the younger Giants fans and say it's nice seeing him in a Super Bowl. I hope he does well. Um, I might have a prop on him that we're going to be talking about uh, coming up, and uh. Like you said, the Rams just have a a slew of offensive weapons. So do the Bengals. And I think a lot of this game is going to come down to how well both defenses play. We know the Rams' story with their defensive line. We know their secondary is a little bit battered. Um, Eric Weddle came off the couch, and he's starting in a Super Bowl. And he's already said he's done after this year anyway. Like, he's done after this he's game. He's back to being done. So, uh, but, but you can't sleep on the Bengals' defense uh, either. Lou Ramos their D coordinator. He got a, a couple of head coaching looks uh, this past mm. season. And there's just a lot of... I, I just think that the Bengals are... are I, I, they're like the the kids that you, you you play on the playground. They're not the best at any one particular thing, but you're like, ah, oh, fuck, it's Joe Burrow. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we got you know, they're gonna play hard and they're we're gonna happens. be dirty after this. Yeah.
2: just before we hit record, yeah. we talked about the uh, seven game series in basketball and stuff like that. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. makes football unique mm-hmm. is you know that you just have to get hot at the right mm-hmm. time, and that's certainly what the Bengals have done. Maybe not face the best competition right. up until the Chiefs game, obviously. Yeah. But look, they've got it done and they've they've beaten the people in front of them. That's kind of.
0: All you can ask yeah, it, so. that's the thing. Yeah, you, you can go back. It's it's funny because it's easy to look at a Titans game and go, "Well, they overachieve. They suck. All that stuff." But to go to a team who is the number one overall seed, who had a first round bye in their home stadium, where they were probably just as amped up as the Bengals are, and and you go in and you win a close game, that builds you. This is the, the, this kind of postseason run for the Bengals really does build you up. And uh, it's hard to not compare it to to the, the Giants teams that Zach and I would watch growing up that were never the best. I mean, the Giants won a Super Bowl. They went 9-7 and seven that year. Mm-hmm. And you know they're not the best team in, in all kinds of places. But as the postseason goes on and the doubts start to come in from outside, you really use that to fuel you. And the the Bengals are going to be here to play. For me personally, I should say the the spread is, and I don't even have to read off of it. I've looked mm-hmm. at this so much. Yeah, most books it's it's teetered between four and a half and four. I know Barstool actually as of tonight. Has it at four. Rams obviously favored by four points. Bengals getting four. Yeah. For me, for me it's tough to pick that line, Dean. What, what do you think? Yeah, I just
1: want to make a point of that where, yeah. where it comes to opening line versus closing line. Mm-hmm. It's not going to really move off of – it's not going to move off the key like, number. This won't go
0: to three and a half,
1: right? Like. So,
0: funny enough, a, so? the
1: look-ahead line on DraftKings was three and a half originally during the conference. Gotcha. Yeah, during uh, the conference, you know, championships. Right, so, right. it's one of those things where they did a couple look-ahead lines and stuff. So this was three and a half, and then um, it quickly shot up to four, then four and a half. I don't think it. I think the books are going to be reluctant to move it to five, and and same thing, they're not going to dip below the three and a half. I do know that today in some places it did dip below three and a half because okay. I've seen some cappers give that oh, out as yeah. their quote unquote play. Yeah, just because you know mm-hmm. it dipped below a number that it's been on for mm-hmm. ten days or whatever. Okay. Well, so yeah, some interesting stuff there.
0: I, I want to ask just like four and four and a half in terms of key numbers. I mean, what is that for you guys? Is it anything? I, I don't weight it that much. Um,
2: right. Going back to your point, what you said about kind of mm-hmm. weighing out the spread, I don't know if we'll see that much money uh, come in on either side of the right. spread. Sure. That's already been done before. Like mm-hmm. a person, you got to think of how, you know, like if my mom wants to throw 50 bucks on the game. Sure, yeah. She's going to just right. pick the winner. She doesn't. She's right. not aware of the spread. Right, and right. Getting a lot of those type of bettors. Yeah. So I don't see this number moving that much. What, uh, to your four versus four and a half, well, right. I don't think it matters that much. I'll right. take a point or a half if I can get it. But in that middle between three and seven, it's not going to sway mm. me. So so
1: my only thing that, that I'll say about that is that the money line, um, it was Rams minus 180. Uh, I, I know that it was Rams minus 190. Now it's Rams minus 200. Yeah, Bengals plus too. 170. Mm-hmm. Bengals were about plus 155 or, originally. Okay. And typically if it's a four-point spread or a three-and-a-half-point spread, We're looking at minus like 160 to plus 155, not minus 200 to plus 170. So that's a little bit of a word of caution there. I mean, if you like the Bengals, I mean, you know, you've pretty much had it all week. If you like the Rams, we're going to give you some interesting ways to kind of get at it. Because, you know, I liked the the Bengals last week. I was one of the lone people that liked them with the spread. I did have a little bit of a bet on them to win outright. And then I also placed a future on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl at... Seven and a half to one, so plus seven fifty. So I do oh, have yeah. that ticket. So everything that I say, just keep that in mind. I do have sure. a Bengals win outright. It, seven yeah. and a half units to for one unit. So that's always something that that's where I pretty much started my card.
0: Gotcha, Zach. I haven't heard from you in, oh, in, in, in quite a bit. Man, let me tell you,
3: something. Right? I, I'm yeah. just sitting here like thinking about my like. Let's just talk solely about like the spread. Um, the Bengals have proved me wrong week in and week out. Bet Tennessee. That was my best bet uh had yeah. the chiefs last week uh you know i did i did have them beating the raiders uh, in the first week of the playoffs but man i was so pro rams last week mm-hmm. and i've kind of been sucked into uh a lot of the media narratives sure and just you know just overthinking and overthinking right like how many times do you you think about you know the super bowl matchup mm-hmm. and it just doesn't make sense like the Bengals should not be here the Bengals should not win this game yeah. So, for that reason, uh, I'm taking the Bengals this week. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you know what? I'm not going to, like, fool me once. Yeah, you don't want to miss out. Yeah. I'm not missing out. So, I will be, I do like the Bengals, uh, and we've kind of talked about this in the playoffs. San Fran, I believe, was the only team to lose outright and cover the spread. So, for that reason, gotcha, if okay. you do like the Bengals, which I, I, I'm leaning Bengals, right. I'm going to bet the money line. Not yeah. going to be a huge play, but yeah. throw a unit on it. Just because, you know, I, like, yeah, I, I'm going to have probably about 50 prop bets by the time this game starts. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. But That's what's
2: funny is, like, all of my exposure is on props. I have, like, 10% of my money on
3: the side or total. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? It's just to me, there's no – I mean, it's stupid to say there's no value betting the actual spread itself. There's just so many other stupid props <laughs> that you can make a ton of money <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. yeah. It's just a little reward. And I'm going I'm to just throw, like, a really stupid one out there. Yes. Right Ooh, now. Let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Wait. Hold on. Let
1: me. Let me guess. Zach, where, where are you going? Heads or tails? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Historically.
1: Yeah. Tails more. A couple years in a row. I wanna right. I want to say
3: with yeah. our Super Bowl podcast, the last two we've done, I'm pretty sure I've had the and, tails and then both you times. It. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. hit it both. Yeah. And I'm throwing like. Ten units on it. Yeah, track yeah. Track. Oh, man. It is a heads year. I love that. Oh, it oh it's a, a heads year. It's a heads year. Wow. I can't. Okay. I can't do it.
0: It's like playing roulette, right?
3: <laughs> Some, I, it's, it's true. It is. It's actually I'm better odds better better than roulette. roulette. Yeah. Bet- there's no green. It's 50-50, right? <laughs> true. Uh, the books will have it at probably what, minus 105? So, a little bit Zach, odd.
1: I did a little bit of work for you because I know that this is one of your favorite bets. So, of course, if you're a new listener, uh, you know, we have a, quite a library now. Actually, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take a uh, pat on the back. for, for we. Th- this is um well over episode 100. So, we, we've been doing this for a while. You listen to two different Super Bowl episodes in our thing. Yes, including our this Super Bowl one, together, it's our third think, Super Bowl. Right? Yeah. So, Zach, I will Sweet. say Caesars in New Jersey has both. Heads and tails for plus 100, even odds. This is a oh. true coin flip. Wow. A true wow. coin flip. Why no big. I have no idea, but I saw that, and I got excited for you. Yep. I'm making no incredible. money. Well, yep. if you have
3: an extra couple hundred bucks laying around, that is truly <laughs> yeah. the best bet. But what I was going to say is you want to talk about finding value in very weird places yeah. the Super Bowl, right? Like, I, for every playoff game, I have literally assembled a crazy five or six game, uh, same game parlay with a mm. bunch of different stats and shit, which is fun because you get ridiculous odds. But... Right off the bat, here's a fun way that you could turn a unit into five. Player to have a punt result in a touchback. Mm. Johnny Heckert at five to one, five to one plus five hundred. If Johnny Heckert has any punt at any time, mm. result in a touchback. Wow, it, I, really? And what is if, that on? That's on Barstool. I'm looking at it. right now. Wow. I just placed it. Interesting. So fun okay. little fact here, right? Spoiler alert, we know Dean loves those first quarter unders, and specifically mm-hmm. oh, yeah. the minute marks. We'll get to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If this is a under game script, or even, let's say, a weird field position, right? Sure. We know that both these coaches aren't really too aggressive. Who's right. to say Matt Gay has kind of proven that he's a little shaky from, like, that 50-yard sure. range? Mm-hmm. Who's to say Johnny Heckert doesn't, you know, get a hold of him, get the funky bounce, boom, in the end zone? This is when I could go 5-1 to one wow, yeah. in the first quarter. Boom. I just made that yeah. unit into 5. 5-1, to one, that's crazy. Isn't that, yeah, like you that, know, what I mean, it's like that's stupid. Crazy. So that's uh, like this. There's value if, like, if you're looking at sprint when I'm talking about, like, even like a half a unit. Sure, if, like, yeah, whatever you're comfortable right. with. You know, for mm-hmm. me, I'm gonna blow my loads the last football game of the year. <laughs> Absolutely, I really don't gamble on anything else unless David Price is pitching in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> <insane>. <laughs> yeah, I've actually
1: I'm not a baseball guy, but I told my friends if if David Price ever goes to Yankee Stadium, he should be wearing a ball gag. But um. <laughs> Yeah, Zach, actually, you know, I, I want to just go ahead and just say this um, for, for everyone on the pod. Yeah. Is that, you know, we will be betting a lot on this game. This was easily our most bet game. But we will not really be making our, our hay in the spread in the total. It's all going to be props and, and yeah. things like that. So we're going to navigate you to a way. So you,
3: yeah, I was going to say, yeah, know, let's just go ahead right now. Let's do you it. Know, I don't even want to get into, like,
1: the game script. In, right.
3: Like, We've talked about the game script. It'll come up in the props, Why don't we go yeah. around right now? Okay. I'll start off. I'm going to tell you. What I like as far as the over-under and the spread. Yep. All right? Sure. So let's get yeah. this out of the way. Sure, okay. This yeah. is let's not our it. best bet, but this is just our mm-hmm. panel. Everyone here is going to have a different opinion. I don't care how many fucking experts you listen to. Probably yeah. all 100 of your gambling podcasts. Everyone's right. going to be split 50-50. Yep.
1: yep. All right? So, so right. for
3: me, I'm going to take Bengals money line, mm. and I actually I, I like the under. I'm yep. going to go with, uh,
2: based on the coaching matchup and probably experience advantages, mm. I'll be uh, having a... I don't want to say a like on the side, because we already just touched on it, mm-hmm, over, right most of my money not going to be on the side. But because of that, I will go Rams. Uh, I will also be taking the
0: under of forty-eight and a half. and a half. Those would be my two plays on the side total. Cool. Um, yeah, I also, I'm with you, Joe. I like the Rams. I do think it's strange that home field advantage matters again in the Super Bowl. That's weird, yeah. I, it was, I think it was big for Tampa Bay last year. Obviously, they had Tom Brady. Hear me but, out, though. Yeah. The I'm, Rams
3: don't have fans. I think there'll be and, MLB,
0: and not only
1: that, the but a, Hollywood
3: elite there and then yep. diehard. Bangers. The cost
1: of a true. Super Bowl ticket is five thousand dollars, so I don't think a local Rams fan. Mm. But actually, John, this actually might work to your advantage. A local Rams fan right. is a Hollywood elite. Yeah, so, yeah. so <laughs>
0: that's, that's they might the actually have
1: the true home I, field. I, yeah. Whereas the Tampa Bay did not. At, at the
0: very at the very least, I'll say that just maybe just even the familiarity of just playing on your own oh, turf yeah. and just being in that environment.
2: Because more goes into home field than just traveling. Right. Yeah, right. travel. you In your own bed. Right, yeah, trip, exactly. Yeah. You know, you could
0: bring your families and stuff like I mean, again, that weird, that, right? that's Save a – in your own bed and wake <laughs> up go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, like <go> to the <laughs> the literally in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I, I, like the Rams and then, you know, we're go- I'm going to touch on a lot more reasons why I do like the Rams mm-hmm. in this one. But again, for, for money line purposes, it's not, you know, you're not making a whole lot of profit on just betting the Rams mm-hmm. the, with the spread, I would, I think I would just lean Bengals because of the number purely because of the number. And if I was betting the Rams in a spread at all, I would either, I would honestly, I would just, I would double down on their performance and I would just rather bet up at a six and a half. At that point if you really think they're gonna win and they're gonna but win I like that you know bet bet up to six and a half Alternate four spread. and a half does nothing um and then in terms of the, the game script itself and this is just part of me I don't like betting unders a whole lot because it's a Super Bowl you want to see a lot of points scored um, I'd rather like not like bite my fingernails at like a first and goal yeah. at, that's gonna put the game you know tied up at, at, at 14 so I would take the over of 48 and a half can these teams put up you know three touchdowns a piece yes and then a couple of field goals there. You know, again forty eight it's a tough number, but I just I would not want to bet the under in this game. So I would take Rams and
1: the over. So very interestingly, the model makes this game Rams minus three and a half. Um, so that means that that's really my my buy price, or that's really my no mm-hmm. no play price. If it's um, you know, if, the, if it gets that low, then I'm not taking a side. Yeah. And as I already laid out, that um, I'm really not looking to lay points or anything like that. Right. John, I agree with you. I actually do have a same game parlay of uh, Rams minus six and a half. Okay, cool. and and the under. I, I okay. kind of directly. I, I think that when you get two teams with two quarterbacks that have not played at this on this big stage mm-hmm. yet, both coaches are going to be extremely conservative, and we even seen. Okay. The Bengals and I, I'm sure we get it. We'll get into this with um, a lot more props, but we've seen Zach Taylor be ultra conservative even when they were down 21 to three. Yeah, it was one of those things where they were still running the ball, and it was very interesting there. And it, um, I think for that reason, we're going to see a very conservative game script of both coaches, specifically in the first quarter. So that's you know, yeah. spoiler alert. That's one of my best bets. I actually got it at uh, first quarter under at ten and a half. I had to lay minus one forty, but now it's at okay. seven and a half. So I kind of destroyed wow, that line yeah, right there. Really, yeah, I wow. had first first half under. I also got it under twenty six. Now it's at about twenty three and a half. Right? Oh wow! Okay. So uh, that was also for minus one forty. I I like
0: the half more than the than the first quarter. Although, oh, the well, and a half is a good number. I
1: got a really good bet for you but, then. Yeah. <laughs> Second half to be higher scoring than the first half minus one thirty. Ah, I have actually uh, yes. three. Three and a half units on that. I that's, like that a lot. It's yeah. One of my one of my best it. bets. Yeah, yeah. So when where it comes to where do I, to I s- find this? Yeah. I <laughs> I right yeah, yeah, on yeah We can definitely find that. Yeah, yeah um, It
0: goes without saying. Shop around drops. on your apps. We actually yeah. were talking about it off pod. If you don't have, uh, if you don't have an account in one of these books that's offering like a Caesar mm. Sportsbook or BetMGM, right. See if you can take advantage of maybe totally. some of those entry level props. Again, you want to bet responsibly. Yeah, you know, a lot of these props too. You know, like a lot of people are like, "Oh, bet five dollars, automatically win 200 But that's a bet that's go- that goes right back into the mm. account. You're not going to be able to withdraw that. Yeah. So if you're a first time better, just make sure. And and you want to win and then pull the money out. Just make sure you're betting with that in mind. Yeah. That so, rollover so, bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Some
1: some rollovers. So to, so to the long and short of it is, I guess with the points based on my model, which was fifty five percent this year, by the way. I would that's lean terrific. the bagel the Bengals with the four and a half. Although I'm I'm only looking Rams money line. I think the Rams truly win when yeah. it comes down to it. And um,
0: Yeah, it's it's one of those it's one of those weird spread scene where it's like I just like don't want to even worry about the spread. Yeah. I just I just when it comes to Super Bowl a lot of the time it's just who you know, no one no one remembers the spread. Everyone remembers the winner and the True. loser. So so that's why if you feel you know like I I, I would lean towards the Bengals like I mentioned before because of the points mm-hmm. but I would I don't think I I will I'm not going to bet that because I still right. think the Rams are going to win and I don't have to right. now I don't have to worry about anyone coming. so
1: now some some very so. clever ways to get at I, I I think we're all in agreement that the Rams more than likely will win the game so I think some some ways to get at it is you know in other ways you could go uh, time of possession Rams sure. for like minus 120 you could sure. do um, a Rams player we, to win MVP. Yeah, Stafford MVP we, is even right yep. now. Yeah. So
0: that, there it is. I mean, if you like the Rams to win. We we always talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, and in fact, I'll bring up my, my bet last year. What My best bet was Tom Brady, Super Bowl MVP. That was which a great is, bet. Which is like, I don't know why I didn't put my mortgage on, on that <laughs> bet. Looking back on it, how easy of a bet that mm-hmm. was. And again, the value there is this. Whereas just taking the Rams money line is at minus 200. Like you said, Matt Stafford was at even, but I think he was yeah. in plus like 130 the Probably, last time yeah, I saw yeah. I think he is the favorite for the Super Bowl MVP out yep. of all of the yep. players listed. Obviously, if you're like Zach, you think the Bengals are going to win? And, and all, yeah, honestly, I was gonna say how does Joe Burrow not win the MVP if you really think the Bengals are going to win? And I think his odds are more than the plus
3: 170 you would pay. So, Absolutely. So that value it's there. Be Eli Apple on a game-winning uh, So and actually, fun fact: know. while we're talking plus about plus <laughs> twenty-five thousand.
1: Jesus. Christ, while we're talking never. about um some, <laughs> so,
3: what?
1: Yeah, while we're talking about some MVPs right here, I just want to go ahead and throw my hat in the ring on one that I actually got early. Um, I know that this is this goes against what uh, what we do on the show, but um, I do want to call out you know some of the line moves because these lines have been open for you know twelve to eleven days or whatever. So I do have Aaron Donald to win the MVP at plus eighteen hundred. I know right now it's going around plus sixteen hundred. Other looks though, you could do Von Miller because he was the last defensive player to win the defense, uh, to win the Super Bowl MVP. He only had two sacks and a forced fumble. Which mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, that's a really good game. Right. But at the same time, imagine if the Rams win and it's it is an under uh, game script. Don't you have to posit that Donald and Miller will be involved? Getting sacks, getting pressure, getting fumbles, stuff like that. So those are two looks there. And then also, um, you know, if you do like the Bengals, I agree. Joe Burrow, MVP. But another one, too, is if it is such a big, um, in my mind, I guess help me out here. If the Bengals win, I think Stafford's going to look like lion Stafford. So someone in the Mm -hmm. secondary, I think, is a good look. And then also, okay. little little bit of a nugget, uh, Trey like a Hendrickson. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Trey Hendrickson, plus 7,500 okay. at one point. Okay. So he's their pass rusher, and maybe he ruins the game. Maybe gets three, three and a half sacks, maybe one of those you things. You never
0: know. I mean, like a, like a pick six or a fumble six yeah. usually raises a lot of eyebrows at the end of the game. And so. you know what?
1: He's going yeah. against uh, Andrew Whitworth, who's been a little bit banged up, used to be on the Bengals. Maybe yeah. uh, mm-hmm. maybe Big Wit has a bad game, and Trey Hendrickson kind of... Does one? I'm not. I'm not saying, hey, you take your phone and bet Trey Hendrickson right. win MVP right but, now. But, I'm just saying, you. yeah, yeah th- exactly. throw throw a little cookie Two on, to on some of these. You half unit,
0: and that's a lot in those
2: situations. Right, yeah, yeah. So. and
0: you, and you get to root, you know you get to root for something different and unique, and then be right about it yeah. later. But but my
1: <laughs> official MVP bet that I, that I do have is Aaron Donald to win the MVP. Okay, and then what's <laughs> the I, odds again on that one? I, I had a plus eighteen hundred. That's okay. plus plus sixteen hundred right now. I think okay. there's there's really good value. I think it's one of those things where the only thing I could see of him not Winning it is because yeah. he gets quadruple teamed. So sure. it could be someone else. So I think if you do place a half unit bet on Aaron Donald to win the MVP, also take uh Von Miller and Leonard Floyd as well. Right. Okay. Because if he's getting quadruple teamed, yeah. there's a great might... there's a great pass rusher that's one on one now.
0: That's true. He I'm will get, he will that. get double. I mean, if the Bengals are smart. He... Mm-hmm. He at least, at least, right? And and yeah. Joe,
1: I, I kind of want to tag you in here. That's the Bengals' biggest weakness, right? It's their offensive line versus the Rams. Their strength is their defensive line. What, for sure. What do you think about that?
2: Um, That kind of went into my whole Rams uh, when we went around the table and just kind of gave what we like for the side in total. Real quick on that, the uh, the matchup is, it's not like the, uh, the Rams are, like, you know, the fifth or sixth best pass rush team, and the Bengals can kind of protect Burrow. Like, the Rams are so good at that, and the Bengals are horrible at that. That's yeah. a – that's not just a mismatch where we look at that and go, "Hmm, that's an interesting angle." Like yeah. that could just be the entire game. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we saw the Titans get nine sacks. How many times does a team get nine sacks and lose?
0: Right, it's not
1: very unlikely. Right, yeah, you know? yeah, it happened so, a couple weeks ago. Is, <laughs> and I have
0: to, I have to be the wet blanket because because no one has been. Joe Burrow is getting. He's essentially like, he's been fitted for his gold jacket. And I feel like a lot of the media, a lot of the memes, a lot of the accounts you're seeing are like touting him as this like big major, like a, like a Joe Namath reincarnate. Like the little guy that could. And part of me just wants to say, well, maybe he just, this is not his best game coming up. Especially if he does get knocked down early. Yeah. Like you said, Joe, nine, nine sacks to come back from. I mean, that is, that is an absolute say, achievement. But if you,
3: wa- you like, do it again. The yeah. game against the Chiefs, I was actually impressed. Even mm-hmm. the first quarter when it didn't seem at first half and things didn't seem like they were going great. Mm-hmm. What they, they meant atrociously bad. Atrociously bad. <laughs> yeah. What they were doing well yeah. is if you notice, is they were taking advantage of like the bubble screens and the slants, mm-hmm. which is what they have to do against the Rams because right. they're not going to have time. But they were effectively rolling mixing out, getting him the ball behind the line of screen. Sure. T Higgins over the middle, 7-yard slants. Like that's what they're going to have to do. Yeah, and if they're able to dink and dunk, that's kind of their kind of their way to success.
2: You got to think though, the Rams have ex- when you, when you're so good at rushing the passer, you've experienced that quite a lot. So the fact that this is what week twenty one now technically of the NFL mm-hmm. season, like wow. it's just no secret. That's why right. it's going to be so cool to watch it play out. Yeah. The Bengals will probably try to protect. Obviously, they're going to have to protect Burrow, right. do things like that. But then the Rams adjustment comes in. And then the Bengals adjustment comes in off of that. So we look at all this like chess the match. Chess match. match yeah. And then mm-hmm. and then at that point it's like, how do you not weigh McVeigh as a as a greater asset versus Zach Taylor. True. Good for Zach Taylor for getting yeah. this far. Right. But McVeigh is who's, just a
0: better
1: coach. Who's adjusting? And who's and, better at making the and, adjustment? And
0: and we all know it's his second time here, you know. So, yeah. so he's coached this before. Check mark as well. You and know? it was I mean, that was a that was a terrible Super Bowl. Yeah. But it was a close game against against the greatest coach in NFL history. Mm-hmm. So, I mean McVeigh like give a lot of credit to McVeigh for what he's done already and you know, Zach Taylor was a protege of his. He was he used to be their offensive coordinator. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they yeah. they know each other, but he knows him, I think, more because he probably taught him in his ways. Most likely, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's weird to like coach against yourself. In so a weird so way, I actually but... wanna
1: I wanna hone in on something there sure. too, and this is a trend that has been going on for a couple of years now, and it's that these are not they're not both first time. Head coaches in the Super Bowl, obviously McVeigh's been there, but Stafford has never been in the Super Bowl. Sure, Burrow's never been in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I think that both coaches come out super conservative, and they're therefore we get a couple, you know, punts early on. So okay. one of my best it's like bets.
2: You, it's like you just punch my, uh, my Punts for yeah. a touchback. That's,
1: so yeah. Well,
2: I was gonna. I'll let you go. Yeah. But yeah. I, I have so more on so that. this is yeah.
1: one that I have a total of ten units on it through. No, excuse me, thirteen units on wow. via various uh, sports okay. books. This is one of my favorite bets. Ever all year, uh-huh. um, that, that I always make every single year, and it's hit every year that I've been a better, yeah. So, we got the first score to come after the first six minutes. Um, six minutes right now in DraftKings is minus 130. Um, first score after seven minutes is plus 105. Um, I also have that, and then I also have no score after the first five minutes and 30 seconds. That's Typically, awesome. sports books, the offshore yeah. accounts used to do first half of the first quarter, no score. And that was a little bit dicey because mm-hmm. I actually remember uh Chiefs Niners was the closest that's ever been. And the ball went through the uprights at like literally seven minutes and thirty-three seconds. Wow. So it was it was pretty cool. I yeah. was sweating that one out. But right now they're they're giving us extra minutes here. I don't understand it. It's it, it's yeah. ridiculous to me. I think that what happens is, you know, obviously coin toss, defer, kick, you know, maybe touchback, maybe right. run out. Now you get it in minus territory. Maybe a first down, maybe a three and out. Sure, yeah. But not more than one first down. Not no big plays. Everyone thinks sure. like, oh yeah, you know Joe Bur- Joe Burrow's great, Jamar Chase is great. Let's throw a bomb. It's not going to happen. They're going to um, run. They're going to sh- try to game manage. Mm-hmm. They're going to run a little bit of clock. I I think the ideal scenario in my mind that I, that I'm playing out is, you know, let's just say uh, the Bengals get the ball, first down, then punt. There we go. Now we chewed off four minutes and then we got the Rams. What what is their incentive to go ahead and throw the ball downfield to score within the next minute 30? It's not going to happen. So those are my favorite bets. If you can find any kind of prop where it's um, first score of the first half, you know, no score, definitely bet on that. And then that's, it, that's another thing, too. Sharps bet unders, not overs. That's mm-hmm. kind of the thing. I know that popular culture is, you know, overs are fun in the over right. club yeah. and this and that. No, it's, it's the unders. That's where the pros make their money.
2: Yeah, I, I uh, to piggyback on what you said and uh, what Zach said earlier, one over that I have is oh. over six and a half punts. So Ooh. I got this at 120. Thing. Okay. Uh, it's it's still, m- minus 120. It's at minus 140 now. I still like it at that. Um, I did some research. The average NFL game has 7.4 punts. So we're I'm already projecting this to be um a little bit under the average on punts, which would mean going on the field, uh, kicking field goals. And you just said it, we've seen both of these coaches run on first and second down more than ever before. Two nervous coaches is gonna lead to over the uh the seven point yeah. four rather than mm-hmm. under the seven point four sure. and they're lining it at six and a half. Right. That's one of my favorite plays, ironically. Yeah. You know, like
0: all You're my money a, whole, is... a full punt
1: pretty
2: much. It, exactly. Of, of buffer. My yeah. all my money is gonna be settled within five minutes of this game. Yeah. I, same. Two I got low. I'm with you, Dean. I got lowest okay. scoring quarter for the yeah. first quarter, mm. uh, the second half being the highest scoring half. Just kind of trying to work that angle. Um, and I think you, you pretty much nailed it. That's where I got most yeah. of my money. That's so, so
1: funny. You just mentioned another bet that I have is, which, which is first quarter, lowest scoring quarter. And then also same thing. Um, I saw a prop where it was like, what quarter will the first touchdown be scored in? And Mm -hmm. I actually did put a little bit of money on the second quarter, just because our first quarter was like minus 370. I don't really think... So, think about it like this. If you're in the huddle... The players aren't going. Hey guys, we need to punch it in. There's only a minute thirty left in this sure, quarter. Yeah. No, they're like, all right, it's second and eight. Let's go and get the first down. Yeah, you I mean, know, so Rams
2: Niners zero zero after the first quarter. Yep. two coaches that oh, wow, love yeah. running the ball.
1: And that's another prop too. I have a scoreless quarter. Yes, at I believe it's like plus two fifty five. We are going to make okay, so much money. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, it, it's just one of those things. That's Overall, good, yeah. we we're looking for an er, a slow start. We're leaning full game under, and we're leaning definitely first half and first yeah. quarter unders. At least that's where that's where I'm taking. Can I from. Make
2: one last point here before I let we you guys weigh in? We gave you know.
1: guys a bunch of really good bets. So, yeah, right, so, so
2: I have most uh, most unders, but two yeah. overs that I have is the punts, like I just said. Yeah. I have over four and a half third down conversions by the Bengals
0: because you're going to be running the ball first and second. Yeah. down. So uh-huh. this was minus one forty. I got in that. I think it's like minus 145. And you, and you think, Joe, they're playing from behind maybe at the end of the game? They, they have to. Where, the, where, you know, they need to convert. We saw that so. against the Chiefs. Like, they're down a touchdown or two,
2: and they're still trying to run the ball, and they're mm-hmm. not getting out of, you know, what they like right. to do.
0: Right, yeah.
2: Over four and a half third down They're gonna have so many third and sixes, third and tens. Yeah. Right. So many of those. And I'll tell you what, if they convert, I'm happy. If they don't we punt, baby. yeah, right. This is a factor. That's a really good correlated That's uh, truly did, correlated. Can, can you
1: can you do me a favor? Can you figure out if you could parlay that?
0: I will. I'll do that right. <laughs> yeah, what's Thanks. the what's I think I know you can't I don't think I was able to parlay any player props. So I don't know. So if you Dean, so, that so I'm looking yes. on
3: drafting now. So first score on or after six minutes elapsed. Yep, is no at even money. Even wow,
1: wow. Well, do you know what's funny? I the, the reason why I didn't put the farm on it is because maybe I'm I'm misreading it. But yeah, I would say um let us go ahead and bang that one. Even money. I'm gonna have to maybe cash out and so for the, that. yeah.
3: First score on or after six minutes elapsed. So okay. you say yes, it's minus one thirty. No, it's plus one hundred. Dean, you have sold me.
1: No, I, I think I think it's yes. No. Wait, first score.
3: On or after six minutes elapsed.
1: Yeah, meaning after the six minutes has passed.
3: So we want we want the yes
2: there for sure.
1: Yeah. That. yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. It actually right. confused me. Yeah, um, because on more than one case. So so, so, so funny funny enough, before I placed the bet because <laughs> obviously those are big big bets for me. Yeah. I sent it to Joe and I was like, what does this mean? Like, because I at first I when I saw the the yeah. six colon zero zero, I was like. Does this mean six minutes left in the first quarter? Because right. at that point, I don't it, want it.
0: It actually means nine minutes left, right? In the yes. First yeah. Quarter. They yep. so say elapsed. Yeah. So, yep. so nine or ahead, and obviously eight fifty nine,
1: and then also in so you
0: root, you as soon as that clock hits eight fifty nine, and there's yeah, there's no score. Or we whatever, there's, Yeah,
1: we win. You win the bet. And that so. is that is the biggest bet that I have this yep. year. And also Caesars Sportsbook. You know the annoying commercials with the Mannings. Although the Mannings are rating it, but you know the other <laughs> people aren't. But. <laughs> Um, that uh, on Caesars, it's actually five and a half minutes, which is crazy because on the offshores, I used to have to lay like 200 for seven minutes and 30 seconds, no score. Wow. So now Caesars is giving me minus 110 for five and a half minutes. And that's a drive. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Not only is that a drive, that's a big play. That's like a 50 yard, like catch.
3: (laughs) Wow. All right. I have two fun ones, guys. Okay. -hmm. First one, we're going back to the special teams here. Nice. Uh, total kicking points by Evan McPherson Mm. have that over seven and a half. So the way I look at that is, let's say, even if the Bengals settle for what? One field goal, you figure that we need what? So, Bengals basically have to score two touchdowns, two (laughs) field goals. Two field goals. Mm -hmm. goals, Which I think is possible. I I would be shocked if uh, McPherson doesn't attempt at least two field goals. You're projecting a, like, a 27-20 type game. Mm -hmm.
2: Very doable. Still very doable. Mm -hmm. I have over longest field goal. Forty-seven and a half yards. Oh, I like that. I love that. Oh, that's good. It's a Look, I mean, McPherson is Justin Tucker without the name, and I'm not. I'm not trying to just jump on the bandwagon here, but I think he's an above-average kicker. Mm -hmm. He's shown that he's clutch. He doesn't feel the pressure. Forty-seven and a half yards for a team that has struggled in the red zone and will be kicking field goals. I'm willing to just have an even money price on that. I I I like that over forty-seven and a half. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Do you you guys like? I have an Evan McPherson prop too. How about over two and a half? successful extra points for plus 124.
1: So that gets a little bit dicey because then that would suggest that the Bengals are scoring at least three, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Yep, so you're yeah. basically predicting an over-game script there. Which is what I did. <laughs> so I would say it be, fits in with my logic, yeah. You'd be better off betting the Bengals' team total over, which I think is around, like, what, any th- 20, th- 20, 22 and a half? And a half. I think
0: something like that, But yeah. I think that um, hmm. with that, you're getting plus
2: money as opposed to right. instead of right, having a play whatever.
0: Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I like it because yeah again you're you're only asking cuz uh, uh, McPherson's is not going to oh, god not going to miss Whew, not not on wood. Oh, now that would be uh, horrible. <laughs> but yeah, I think like yeah, if if you think which, you know, again if if you know if the Rams have 24 points at any
3: point in this game and the Bengals want to keep up, you know, they might have to do it. Right? Right. Anyway, and yeah, another fun one that me and John are both backing big. Ooh. Our fun little fun little stat here
0: yeah, is, is that
3: 18 of the last 20 Super Bowls, the opening kickoff has been returned. Mm-hmm. I got burnt on this two years ago. I was like, touchback, <laughs>
0: duh. <laughs> but, Realizing it happened 18 other times or 17 <laughs> other times
3: in that set. Well, span. It turns out the percentage play yeah. is by far to just bet no at minus 112. Yeah. Yep. So I have <laughs> three units on this. Nice.
4: Opening like kickoff to
3: result in touchback. Yeah. No, it is going to be a return, and we did see a uh, a video online today that was basically mm-hmm. some guys who interviewed Pat McAfee, yeah. who said that hey, just so you guys know, like whenever they do the kickoff of the Super Bowl, that opening kicking ball is fresh out of the box; mm-hmm. it goes right to the Hall of Fame. Yep. So it is not a seasoned kicking ball. Right. I don't want to get into science here about how the ball won't compress because it's harder. But eighteen of twenty, I like those odds. Yeah. I think that it's going to be returned. Speaking of uh, ridiculous odds,
2: uh, the person who wins the toss to defer the toss, so basically you're kicking, is minus 500. Now, normally you look at that and you go, I would never lay 500 on anything. Mm. But this is a show about value. In reality, yeah. that should be minus 15,000. And the reason being, Zach Taylor has deferred 26 of 27 times. Oh McVeigh has deferred 48
1: of 48 times. That's cr- – 48 of 48. So the stats
2: wow. say – Wow. 92% of uh, coin toss have been deferred for the past like two or three years Wow. 92% it's it's thinking now I want a possession when the game matters more in the second half true I want another possession I want to try to score at the end of the first half get the first possession of the second half right yeah so I'll take minus 500 because it should be Mm -hmm. minus 15,000 whatever the math says right you know the uh sorry I had to have a spit take there I'm I'm Mm currently dipping that is why I had to (laughs) so uh Real, real quick to wrap up that point. Yeah, minus <clears throat> five hundred says an eighty three percent chance of hitting. Mm. However, if we look at ninety eight to ninety nine percent, because that's what you do when you combine the math of Zach Taylor and McVang, the possibility right. it's ninety nine percent outcome. Yeah, and they're listing <laughs> at an eighty three percent outcome. That's just a smash. How it's do you value. not? Yeah, like obviously you <laughs> have to lay five thousand dollars to win a <laughs> thousand. But, but regardless, that's a good, good point. That's what it's going to
1: be. Completely yeah. agree. And Joe, I'm glad that, that you uh, mentioned that too from the from the odds calculator as well. You can find anyone online. Uh, this one should really be uh, closer to like about minus 4,000, I think. So um, the fact that you are, it, it's, it's value. Kind of same thing with, you know, when it comes down to uh, will there be an overtime game? No what was there, one out of 56 so far? Something yep. like that, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so the minus 1,000. Patriots Falcons. yeah. Yeah, you, you may look at it and balk and be like, oh, you know, I don't want to lay the minus 1,000, but it's one of those things, it's kind of like buying Bitcoin right now. Like, you you don't have to spend the $45,000 right now. You could put your 50 bucks in and get and value. It, you know? yeah. Right, yeah. I
2: So I have minus 500. That's probably the longest, well, I guess the shortest mm-hmm. odds that I have ever yeah, shortest. Really taken. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have as my second... Shortest minus two hundred, no offensive score on the first drive of the game. Ah, That's okay. a really good one. I like Although that. So minus two hundred is Cool with me, man. Yeah. It, it should be a, a lot higher considering how conservative these uh right. these guys are. So so we nailed the first quarter pretty much. Yeah. Right. Yes. nailed The first quarter whole, whole game script. Is I I got
1: a little bit of a random one here, and this was one that Joe. I think that you and I, even though you know we were talking, we didn't outrightly disagree with each other. I think that we do disagree with each other a little bit. Okay. And um, I'm going to talk about rushing in the running game here. So mm-hmm. we are predicting we're all kind of aligned with an under game script a little bit. I have Jamar Chase under four and a half rush yards. And then I also have over seven and a half players in the game total with a rush attempt. So basically what I'm going to go with is for the Chase one, I, I think that he gets one carry. Like, if I could... I agree. If I, agree. I, if I could place, you know, Jamar Chase over under, you know, one and a half, I would take the under and I would smash it. So I'm banking on Lamar uh, Jamar Chase with one carry. And I think it's just one of those things where the, the Rams schematically have a great front four, and they also kind of sit in a Tampa 2 shell. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be guys around the line of scrimmage. I don't think uh, Jamar Chase will be able to take an end around or a jet sweep or anything like that anywhere. I think that he's going to run into Leonard Floyd and Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that under. I think that maybe he gets one. Who knows? He gets zero, and that's a that's a great play by me. He doesn't yeah. even get a carry, but... Went through that under four and a half rush yards, which I believe they took down. I haven't seen it since.
2: Yeah, I, I liked it when it was, like, I think we talked about it. Yeah. How stupid it was. like I was like, oh, I wish it was, like, three. And it's like it's four. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. Four now becomes a really productive play compared to just sure. him bumbling and falling forward right. for, for a yard. Right, yeah. I'd yeah. try to take that. I mean,
1: he's six feet tall, so he's two yards yeah. tall. So <laughs> yeah. all he has to do is, like, yeah, stand on his toes. forward he's, yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, what was the other one you said, seven and a half? So the other one was
1: seven and a half I. Uh, ball carriers in the game. Seven and a half players with a rush attempt. So we got both quarterbacks and then the Rams have Michelle and Akers. So what do we got? Four? That's four. Yep, four. Then Mixon, five. Then Chase or any wide receiver. Well, let's
2: just say two wide receivers. Let's just say yeah, like two. a Cup and a Chase. Let's sure. Say. Correct. say right?
1: Yep, so we got seven, and now we're looking then, at either uh, P. Ryan. Very yeah, possible. Maybe Evans, maybe Daryl Henderson, who will be active for the game. So mm. I'm just, uh, or who knows, maybe an offensive lineman carry or something weird, yeah. so, something weird like that. Or maybe a pass-behind-the-line of scrimmage that, be, that becomes a third wide receiver carry. So mm. that's where we're going go. Wide
2: receivers, I think, will get carries here. Not obviously in abundance, right. I think, but I did a little research on that the past four or maybe five years. Uh, wide receivers from both teams have gotten carries. So okay. I think seven mm. is a complete lock. And then you're just banking on a P Ryan Henderson or Evans or something like that, which I think mm-hmm. is very possible. I mean, this is—is mm-hmm. is Mixon going to get 30
3: carries if mm-hmm. they run the ball 30 times? Right. I, I think that's pretty decent. Speaking way to yeah. of value, we'll flip it to receiving yards. Ooh. So very interesting odds I'm looking at here. Most receiving yards. So, very surprising is just the odds. Basically, if you bet anybody but Cooper Cup you're getting a shit ton of value. Is he like minus mm. odds? He is minus 112. Right. Dang. Chase plus 400. T. Higgins plus 650. Odell plus 750. And then it gets ridiculous. Uh, it's not mm. going to be a tight end. Tyler Boyd plus 2,300. Van Jefferson plus 2,500. Who knows? Van Jefferson could yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I don't mind too two Van Jefferson long back. touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, honestly, looking at this, I think – if I were to try to like hedge, I would I would probably throw like a unit each on Jamar and Beckham. Yeah. Just because Jamar, especially, we've seen his yak ability just yeah. to go nuts. Like Yeah. To me, like if I'm I'm attacking this prop, I'm placing either Chase, Beckham, or Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson at plus twenty five hundred dollars, I think is a steal because he could very easily in an under game script, let's say he's just as a ridiculous, you know, two long catches and winds up with like yeah. ninety yards. And I think that's possible mm. because Another random tidbit of when you have two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl,
2: I have listened and read so much crap. I actually dove into who runs what routes on the Rams. Van Jefferson is the leader in go routes and deep crosses for the Rams. And the Bengals struggle against those two routes the most. Mm. So I can lean Van Jefferson all day on these overs. Yeah. Because he's going to be the one taking advantage of that the most. So for a guy to – I think his his receiving prop is like 30 yards.
1: So, oh, I like good, that. Good idea by you, dude. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm that. it's a really good one. I, I Another wide receiver I want to just call out here is, I think with the Rams pass rush really affecting the way that the uh, Bengals play offense, Zach, exactly, I think you mentioned a bunch of dink and dunks. I think their dink and dunk over the middle guy is going to be Tyler Boyd. Siju uh, Uzama is not really 100% healthy. I mean, whenever you see a guy with crutches like 11 days ago, yeah. I don't really trust him. Playing, I know that some people have had superhuman efforts. Uh, I hearken back to Patrick Willis gaining, what, nine pounds of muscle the week of the Super Bowl? Oh, God. So all
2: clean. Yeah, no, he was fine. (laughs) He also
1: tore his bicep like eight times. Uh, Gee, I wonder. But but my my whole thing is I think Tyler Boyd will get all those junk routes, the little tiny underneath. And I think with Burrow under duress, I think he's going to have to dink and dunk a little bit. And I think that that speaks to Tyler Boyd. Not saying he's going to lead the game in – receiving yards, but I do like him over 40 and a half. And I also like him over catches. Uh, I didn't get a really good number on that, but uh, I like him over catches as long as it's like four and a half.
3: Absolutely. And you know Three. what? Another thing I would love to attack too. Unfortunately, I'm looking right now. I don't think see anything posted yet. Might have to wait closer to game time, similar to like my Sony Michelle prop mm. in the AFC uh, excuse me, the NFC championship game. But look at both backup tight end props mm. um, for the Rams and for the Bengals. Kendall Blanton is somebody I want a piece of his over on everything. Because if Higby is not healthy, even if he's out there as a decoy, Blanton's going to be the one catching passes. So yeah, I if, think
2: he steps in pretty
3: well. He steps. He, yeah, Blanton's pretty good. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm sure his, uh, his over will probably be something like 19 yards, if I had to guess off the top of my head. Receptions would probably be over like one and a half. So if you could find somewhere, I'm looking right now. Don't see it on DraftKings. I didn't see it on Bar School. Um, that's definitely something I I would want a piece of for sure. And the title, I probably don't haven't posted for that reason.
2: So shout out to a cannon here. I just saw this one come up. I didn't see it this morning. Uh who will a Super Bowl MVP thank first? Wow. There's, there's God team, teammates. God religion is plus 350s, actually you might uh you might like that one. There's family coaches, team owner, city fans. You guys
1: lean any way? Yes, yeah. I, I lean family because I think Matthew Stafford will win, and his wife went through a lot. I, I love oh, the quick, yeah, like
2: that's just beautifully yep. done. I think that's a lot. I, yep. a I
0: think, I think if it's Burrow, I would say teammates. That seems to be yeah. where he's been because I don't even know if he has a family
1: yet. Yeah, although <laughs>
2: sure I don't know he's like Twenty years old. Yeah, so.
1: although there is a chance that if Stafford wins, then it will be religion because he is. Uh, Religious, He's, religious.
3: Religious.
4: Yeah. He's, a, man yeah. three, He's a man of faith. To one there for God yeah. You He's a man of faith. Religion. What's family? Eight to one. I'll take family. family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take family there.
2: <laughs> that's funny. That's a, great. A lot of these game props are so cool. Yeah. Because there's things like that. Like, if you don't like the player props, that's fine. Yeah. Because you can get those for any game. Sure. Me and Dean were talking about that pre-tip on the show. Yeah. Like, I only have four player props, mm-hmm. but I have like 15 game props. Sure. You know? Yes. Like, that's where you can get kind of unique.
1: That's yeah, it. so yeah. another thing that, that we love, I placed a couple today. Of course, you know, at time of listening, these aren't available anymore because they had to do with today's outcomes. But I had um, John Rom birdies over total touchdowns. Obviously, I lean under. Rom had four birdies, so under four touchdowns. That And the reason why I play some of these is so that I have a hedging opportunity. So I could go ahead and, and place, you know, total touchdowns over or whatever. Um, that, that will help me out there. That's why I also have Justin Thomas birdies o- over... Joe Mixon receptions. And I think this will tee up Joe for one of his plays. Oh yeah. But Justin Thomas had four birdies today. Joe Mixon's number is at three and a half. The under is plus 110. I bet the under of four is probably about like, what, like minus 130 if we if we probably were to yeah. find one. Yep. The over of three and a half is uh, minus 135. So it's one of those things right now, I'm in a unique situation. I could take Joe Mixon over on catches for, and that way I'm laying, yeah, so yeah. I'm laying minus 130 for Justin Thomas. Uh, laying minus one, 145 for the catches. So I, I don't like that. I'm, I'm paying Vig on both. So I might just wait, see what the public does. Yeah. If the public gets it up to four, I'll take the under because I already have okay. the under. Or I'll take the over because I already have the under. You know, this, this, So it's this, one of those things where it, some of these cross-sport ones will allow you to kind of uh, build your card based on what those outcomes are.
2: Yeah. Uh, wrapping up two of probably my last... I pretty much went through every all of my props mm-hmm. have been touched on. Two that I have are uh, around Joe Mixon unders on receiving. Now you look at that and you're like, but mm-hmm. well, Joe, they're gonna have to do quick passes and all that. The the thing about that is Mixon is really only on the field for first and second down. Yeah. So the fact that he's not getting those third and long dump offs, I think is huge. Under three and a half at plus 125, I think now it's closer to even, unfortunately. But I think that and then under 30 and a half receiving yards uh, yeah. can be pretty profitable long term. Mm-hmm. Running back receiving unders are actually plus even. Mm-hmm. Just because they're so dependent on game script. Right. They're so dependent. I mean, to get 30 yards receiving in a game for a running back is a lot harder when you're splitting time for those receiving right. opportunities with P-line, you know? Mm-hmm. And. I think and a and the other training.
0: receivers that, that, that you want to manufacture the ball to get. Yeah, to, and Burrow know? is a
2: guy who he doesn't force it, but right. he doesn't give up. How right. many times have we seen him escape and try to find somebody? Yeah, he's
0: not a checkdown kind he's, of guy. It's not like like Mixon's not. Brady's. Yeah, Mixon's not that guy either.
2: Yeah, like he can, of course he's going to catch a screen or two, right. but he's not in on the passing situation. Mm-hmm. He is right. on first and second down, but they like to run first and second down. That's right.
1: So that's that's I like. Yeah. Those for my yeah. So, so to cover some of my cross sports, uh, here's one that I actually had to lay minus 142. And mind you that I do have a first half under. Uh, it's currently at what, 23 and a half. I have it at 26 for minus 140. I'm laying minus 140 again. Total NHL NHL goals on uh, February 13th oh, wow over the first half points. I think it's oh, one of those I things
2: to be multi-sport. Yeah. So, really so just, cool, just, actually, just something yeah. here. I'm just yeah. going to go really
1: quickly. The Canadians are, yeah. uh, so the games are Sabres versus Canadians, Senators versus Capitals, Penguins versus Devils and the Avalanche versus the stars. Um, of these teams, none of them have the the top five goalies in the league. The Canadians give up almost four goals a game. They're a mess. They actually just fired their coach today. <laughs> um, the, the Capitals should kind of mash the Senators. They might score six or seven. And then the Penguins-Devils is going to be a high-scoring game. And then the Avalanche versus the Stars of the Avalanche. Anytime they touch the ice, they get score (laughs) 4 or 5. Also, since the NHL had a a tiny COVID pause uh, at the end of December, uh, goals per game average has gone up to about 7.14, which is a lot because it used to be about uh, 6.38. So it's one of those things about 6.4. It's going way up. I think it's one of those things where we got four games – the sports books will line every single game at 5.5 or 6. So really you have to figure it, this is an over-under of 24. Mm-hmm. So you're getting a little bit of a point cushion there. Yeah, I, I think that if one of these games go grossly over, and the fun of that, of that is all these games will be over by about 4.30. So let's, just, uh, okay. so let's just say that's all fun. these games go and we know the total is 22. You sure. can hedge with a live over. Yeah. So it's one of those oh, things where cool. whenever I'm doing a cross-sport thing, I want to be able to have an opportunity to either bet out of it yeah. or hedge or sure. double down.
0: Wow. That's really, sh- that's really sharp. It is, <laughs> it is. That's a sharp guy. Yeah. Right there. yeah. I don't know how to follow now, personally,
1: that. Um, <laughs> now, <it's> per- <laughs> personally, looking at these teams, yeah. I would probably make it for about, this is, in my opinion, a way to get under about, I think it's going to be about like 27 to 28 I think that, that's okay. really what it's going to be. Yeah. So 28 or, or twenty-eight or above is a, is a dream there. So we'll ho- hope for some o- overs in those games. I don't know
0: how many props I have left, boys. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean.
0: I've got a couple here. Well, um, here? John, rapid fire of, us. A couple of player props. Okay. Um, I really like Jamar Chase over 26 and a half yards for longest reception. The guy is... Bound, bound for big plays. He's been doing it all year. He actually averages, including the postseason, a little over 17 yards per mm. catch. So you're asking him to do 10 more just to hit that. And again, this is, I mean, this is like if you need to manufacture big plays, you're going to Jamar Chase anyway. He can eclipse that because Joe Burrow can throw for longer than 26 and a half yards. And that's yeah. not to even say if he just slips by a defender or two. Which he has. Several which he has. You you want want he goes down jack. the sideline. Yeah, and back. it's and it's only a minus 118. So you're laying a little bit, but I think it's it's as close to even as you can get. Uh, staying with Jamar Chase here, this is an interesting one. First reception, plus 250. Uh, again, Joe Burrow likes Jamar Chase. Zach Taylor likes Jamar Chase. They're college teammates. They've been attached at the hip since this whole thing mm. started. And I, I, I don't see Burrow... Jamar Chase is his first read every single time. Yeah. And if he's open, he's going to get it. So if they're going to throw, like you said, Joe, maybe it comes up like third and seven coming yep. up after two Who's Joe Mixon runs. I mean, yeah. He's looking right right at him. So, um, I mean, that's when that settles, you know, within the first the first pass. You don't have to wait too long for that. Why I don't like the other receivers, I mean, you could certainly do that too if you believe it could go to like a C.J. Uzama or, or, or a T. Mm-hmm. Higgins. Um, but I know he's going to target Jamar Chase. Um Trying to see what else. One of my favorite bets, and I teased it a little bit before, I was talking about it with Zach, um, is is the Odell Beckham touchdown prop. Anytime touchdown score for plus 138. This has gone up. I actually bet it at plus 125 a couple of days ago. Um, I don't know why it's gone up, all things considered. Um, Number of factors here. Uh, First of all, Cooper Cup is the main guy. Uh, So a lot of defensive attention is going to be turned to him. Mm Odell has proven he can still play. Since he's been with the Rams, he's had I think he's had in, in like what his eleven games he's had like six touchdowns or so. Yeah, um he's he's I, I don't know what his yardage is, I'd have to look that up. But he's been a very productive also, player.
3: Like I mean just them. add to you there. Yeah. Um with Higby hurt, man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he might play, but he's gonna be injured, so yeah. like red zone threat. Yeah, why I, not? Again, he targeted Odell in yeah in, in the head. red zone. He,
0: he likes it. First first play of the game last week, uh, two weeks ago in the NFC Championship was uh, a pass at the line of scrimmage right to Odell Beckham. Mm-hmm. So McVeigh, this is like it's so funny because if you told Sean McVeigh what he was going to have in a couple of years compared to. Um, Jared Goff, and who was even their top receiver at the time? Cooks, yeah. and like yeah, Brandon Cubs, Cooks, yeah. and now it's, it's like a wet dream. It's Cooks like, no, no, I have Stafford and Odell Beckham. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, he's he's
3: going crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, that, that one guy, uh, Josh Reynolds. Josh I Reynolds. Yeah. I think yeah. Was, was Robert Ryan
3: Woods now? on the team at that point?
1: He Anyways, was, he was, yeah. yeah. Point proven, so, fun, right? Fun because we don't know who, the, who
3: any of these yeah. guys are. Yeah. We will know
0: win or lose next year. Oh, Cooper Cup, Odell Beckham, okay. and even Van Jefferson, right? These guys are on the team. So I, I do like the manufacturing, kind of like the Jamar Chase uh, logic. Mm-hmm. Manufacturing of targets in the red zone. Odell, you know, as we've seen, is a, is a player that's capable of explosive plays. So maybe he breaks one off and he gets in the end zone. Uh, and, again, I like the plus odds, too. If this was minus, you know, maybe i stay away from it. Um, i trying to think of, of some other, because I, I want to get into my quarterback props, but we'll keep going around the table. If I could jump in, that's a yeah. great,
2: all of what you just said is a great combo of likelihood but it's it's not boring where you're off sitting and it's like man i hope there's a bunch of incompletions <laughs> like like that's enjoyable yeah. and he's got a good chance of hitting
0: right so like i i like that thank, thank you you need, need some of that yeah exactly guys, i wrote this one down I, I don't know how i feel about it now joe mixon having the most rushing yards in the game at plus 125 they're like that they're or gonna, not really they're gonna feed him yeah I don't my, my
1: knee jerk is probably with right. a shoulder yeah. shrug like yeah I, only
0: because i think McVay's not gonna use just cam acres i think he's gonna get a lot of other players involved mm. where joe Mixon does seem like like you said joe the traditional first second down yeah. runner and uh you know he's he's not really prone for like the big play quote unquote but you know he's he's not a back that goes down easily either so yeah when you when you get 17 somebody, opportunities
1: though. like you know there's yeah. a chance
0: And I I think, too, that that they're going to have to... I guess I'll I'll just go right into my borough props because I have a couple of them. Um, Because I do think the game script uh, against the Rams... You you do want to take advantage of their depleted secondary... I um, mean, I say depleted. They have, you know, they have Jalen Ramsey on there, but they, they And look. the corpse of Eric Weddle. Yeah. Right, yeah.
1: Yeah. Who
3: almost lost them a game against the Bucs with that stupid hit on Mike Evans. Oh, so, right. so, yeah, yeah. So fun,
1: fun angle about Eric Weddle oh. is that he actually led the team in tackles against the 49ers. And also, fun fact, if he ever gets hurt, this is a big live betting opportunity. Mm. He will be calling the defensive plays you're only allowed one guy on the field with the green dot, which means you have the microphone. Oh, so definitely gotcha. watch to see if Eric Weddle is on the sidelines. Okay. Yeah, that might be a live betting opportunity because then there ah, there could be a bad linebacker in yeah. with uh, the green dot.
0: I like that a lot, actually. Um, I think that the game script, at initially at least, is going to be let, the Bengals are going to want to establish the run. Um, that's the best way to evade the pass rush. Now, can Joe Mixon get through the bad offensive line and the good defensive line yeah. remains to be seen, but that is absolutely what they're going to want to try. Um, because of this, uh, and because I think the Rams will be successful at both stopping the run and then bringing pressure on Joe Burrow, I like that uh, uh, his over of rushing yards at 11.5, uh, I think is pretty good. We, we've seen, I, I feel like, I mean, certainly Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes in the AFC, I feel like even Ryan Tanner, like we've, we've seen quarterbacks when they're flushed out of the pocket, they usually make something happen. Um, 10, 10 yards would obviously be a first down. This is 11.5. You're asking for two more yards. So if he gets flushed out of the pocket, what? T- at least twice, and then just averages six yards each time, yeah. which which you think he's going to be even more than that, I think that is a good chance of, of going. I think his rushing attempts, I don't think I wrote it down here because I think it was at 3.5, and, and I didn't like that. Mm. I'd rather take the, the yardage here. And, and again... Again, it's just like that quick... Like, how many times have we seen Mahomes... I know we haven't seen Burrow do it a lot, so it's a little tougher. But how many times have we seen Mahomes, you know, just kind of, like, wrap around the defense, then just run up the sideline, do that, like, little thing where, like, they just stick the ball out, get the first down, right? And, and, and I, think, I think that is a good chance of, of hitting there. And um, we, we Joe and I, we went through these numbers before the pod um, because I think the running game will be a big aspect. Maybe Joe Burrow doesn't have to throw the ball as much until the end of the game, mm-hmm. which means his completion percentage is probably a little bit mm, better. That's right. Going through. And if we trust him to make some connections with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, a lot of good pass catchers. I like Burrow. I actually love this. I will say I love this. Burrow over 98.5 uh not ninety and a half. 98.5 passer rating.
1: Yeah. For, uh for for the Super Bowl. And um, this is one that I'm, I'm going to probably be taking.
0: Cool. Yeah. And and honestly, for what it's worth, Stafford's at over his, – his is 99.5. And I kind of like that over too. If, if, yeah. If, 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 and what we did was we crunched the numbers. I think yes. what was it was a pro football reference. I think we were – Yeah, they had a mm-hmm. whole – they, they yeah. break it down for you and we just inputted a we, bunch of – We days. were calculating. So this was the one we did for Matt Stafford. 280 yards, two touchdowns, 25 of 35, and one pick. Right? That's fair for Matt Stafford. And based on the lines Joe was that's, reading me, yeah, too, that's, that's about did, the average. Yeah. That's a passer rating of 102.
1: So the the fun thing that I was going to bring up is yeah. if when it comes to passer rating, I know that completion percentage uh, factors in a lot and also yes. interceptions. Yes. So I just want to go ahead and call out both. Uh, so Joe Burrow over a half of interception. So to throw a pick is minus 145. Okay. And Matthew Stafford to throw a pick is minus 165. So something where if you have this, you can maybe hedge out. Can or... I parlay the ball? Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I think so, and I actually did. I didn't write it down, but it was on the laptop, Dean. It was. I did one for Joe Burrow too, because I don't think he'll throw as much. I did something like twenty-one of twenty-nine for. I think I gave him more yards. I think gave him like two hundred ninety-five yards, two touchdowns, and I threw a pick in there as well. And I think that pass rating was like close to one hundred six. Yeah. So the numbers point as long as they perform as average, and none of them has a horrendous game. This will most likely hit. And we've seen passer ratings. We, we were trying to composite a list of. Call- I wanted to see all the passer ratings of every quarterback who's ever played a Super Bowl. Unfortunately, that list does not exist. But we've seen <laughs> like the top 10, 20 players who do it. And it runs the gamut of everybody. You're talking about guys like Joe Flacco, Jim Plunkett, Phil Sims. You know, these are guys who are mm. not exceptionally gifted quarterbacks, I think, in the long run. I don't think any of them are Hall of Famers. So. I'm I'm asking, and not not that Burrow and Stafford are either, but what I'm asking is uh, a a pass happy league quarterbacks who might have some Super Bowl jitters, but are nonetheless very good at what they do. Um, this this seems like I I think I just like the Burrow one a little bit more, but I bet both of them. So yeah, um, I, I I would I love these plays, and this was something, I something that was completely
3: off my radar last year. So mm. I'm I'm really loving it. Come to think about it when we talk about like that big game experience, like I know none of them have played in the Super Bowl, but man, Joe Burrow playing a national championship. Sure. Game is yeah. Pretty damn close to a Super Bowl. Sure. And doing well, well in the
0: It's it's their version of the Super Bowl. So right. you know, it's I would argue the same emotions go into it. You know? Yeah. So uh yeah, I I think I just think they're they're both bound to have some really strong passing games. What I like about that is you didn't
2: input crazy numbers like Burrow's going to be 40 of 50. With yeah. yeah. A, what's yeah, going to be? Right. You, you basically, and this is cool because we were just basically trying to find an inefficiency somewhere in the market. Yeah. yeah okay, right. let's use what the books are saying for pass attempts, completions, touchdowns, right. mm-hmm. picks. And it's like, well, if the books are accurate there, they're saying this would be like lined at 103. Yeah. Right? And you're taking over whatever was 90. And the, or the
1: benefit like that. of that is it leaves you an out too. I, I hate to be the guy that, that's talking about hedging all the time. But that leaves you an out where you can now pick and choose and go. Okay, I'm going to go over on a couple and under on some. Yeah. So that you could kind of manipulate it so that you also have the quarterback av- or the quarterback rating as well. So that it, it's it's kind of a cool way to build a card. Yeah. This is a you know this is really the Super Bowl for the teams. Obviously, it's also the Super Bowl gambling. It's the good betters will make a lot of money on this regardless of who wins. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. one of those mm-hmm. things where if you could game it and you could get good numbers and you could get them. Maybe not early because of when the podcast is coming out, but if you find really sharp ways to kind of get at different outcomes, you will be successful.
0: Yeah, I think I think. Absolutely. I, I
1: pity the guy that's putting two hundred dollars on Rams minus two hundred. He <laughs> might win, but that's not a good bet.
0: Right. Yeah, I think I think you, you hit the nail on that. I should say those are minus one twelve odds too, so even money for those. Very so again, cool. you're not you're not laying a whole lot. Mm. To,
1: to get Joe, I kind of want to ask you about uh, the total kickoffs. I know that was one that you kind of yeah. uh, batted around a little bit. I know that um, right now it's looking at uh, 10 and a half. What, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, it was 10 and a half. I was leaning under. I think what made that a semi-no play was I, I talked earlier about how the Bengals are a little inefficient in the red zone. They have been for like two months now. So if they do get to the 30 and stall, we're looking at it could mm-hmm. – I don't want to say it could turn into a field goal game. Mm-hmm. But let's say that you know the Bengals get three or four field goals. That's that's a lot. Like I, I want sustained drives. I yeah. think under kickoffs in the Chiefs game, you know, just right. oh, mm-hmm. but they're gonna score so many touchdowns. Yeah, but they're gonna take seven minutes to yeah. do it. Right. Yeah, as opposed to a two-minute drive field goal, two-minute drive field goal. I don't know how it's gonna shake out. You know? Yeah, that's I a, looked at it, but I, I that's, don't think a, that's it's a play. A, that would be a
0: tough one for it's me. It's interesting
1: yeah, to to look at. And guys, I want to pull this up as well because I believe uh, I'm gonna throw all the way back to our first Super Bowl episode. I love stuff like this. Jersey number prop right here. First ah, touchdown going to the player wearing number 23 and a half or under. Mm. I have a unit on that, and um, I'm just going to go ahead and list off all the players here. So we got both quarterbacks. Right. we got Chase, Beckham, Cup, uh, Jefferson. Pretty much everyone Mich- that matters. Uh, not Michelle, <laughs> yeah. but Akers, and then also not Mixon. So really, the over is just Mixon, Michelle, Uzama, Higby, um and then Boyd and Higgins. Yeah, I'll take. Okay. I'll so take the it's side them side. versus okay. the field. I'll take right. the field. Also, uh, the under twenty three and a half is five of the top six first touchdown scorer. Wow. Leading um huh. bets, be, right. the, the, the best odds to score the first touchdown. So if you take that and then you also um, let's just say you go half unit there and then also take mm-hmm. maybe you know a third of a unit on Uz, uh, Higby or Uzama or you know maybe Higgins. Or maybe mixing. Uh, realistically. You go mix-in, then there we go. We hedge out, and yeah. we, we win.
2: I like uh, just doing all this workshop stuff, dude. It's awesome. I yeah. really like doing this. Yeah.
3: What, what else we you guys got? I'm, I am done. I have, yeah, there have I'm done. a lot of information. Out, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i much tapped Throughout the course of this problems. podcast, I think I've probably put in uh, a solid 15 units worth of bets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I need to save myself some to actually. Yeah, we got a live bet. Live yeah. bet. Yeah, true, uh, yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just I'm happy and sad at the same time because, mm-hmm. fuck, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's always bittersweet again. this time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, game. I, say it, I, I said it in the beginning of the playoffs. Yes. I'll say it again. There's nothing more depressing than the Sunday after Super Bowl. Oh, you yeah. wake up and you're like, hmm, what is the purpose of life today? Oh, I, I, I the PGA Tour is in yeah. uh, some random spot Yiffy. in California playing <laughs> yeah. a meaningless Hooray. tournament. Thank you for the sponsor, uh, Timex. uh, But yeah, it's just bittersweet. I love crunching the numbers with you guys. Love winning money. And yes, hell, I'll even better. say it, it's fun to lose money sometimes, too. Yeah, <laughs> On occasion, yeah. If you're, on occasion.
1: if you're having fun. Have you ever placed a bat and you're like, I'll, I'll pay to see it? Like, <laughs> yeah. prove me you, wrong. I'll sure, pay to yeah. see it. No, it's one of those things, too, where it's, it's got me thinking about what happens after the Super Bowl. And, of course, the Winning Ticket Podcast, we do not go away. You will hear this voice. You will hear everyone here. Mm-hmm. Of course, follow us on YouTube, uh, the Winning Ticket Podcast channel. Uh, it really should be the Winning Ticket uh, YouTube channel, not the winning ticket podcast that's YouTube okay. but we're a podcast. <laughs> we're, first, we give we're you the still show. Figuring it out, <laughs> and it's one of those things where you know, uh, we're still going to come correct with yep. you know some weekly episodes. John, I know we got the Oscars. Yeah, uh, John and his lovely wife Becca will be. <laughs> yeah, us... she,
0: I'll ask her to be back yeah. on and, and to talk about it. Some
1: good betting angles there, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey, basketball. We just find value you know, in lot. everything, man.
0: That's yeah, it. that's what that's it is. I love. And I,
1: I actually said to Joe, um, off the pod that I had. Four units in my account, and I'm going to try to grow that into being 100 units for the next football season. That's, that's my cool. that's my goal. I will commit that to you. I'll give you guys an update um, when when we get close to the NFL. But also another thing too is we were talking a lot about quarterbacks today. Maybe we'll do some of those um, you know quarterback rankings, things like that. I know sure. a lot of people have dynasty leagues. I sure. I, I want to keep the NFL alive uh, throughout the year. Yeah. I know that we say this every year, but this year I actually want to kind of stick to it.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, there's there's. A wealth of things to talk about the NFL going on, but, you know, we're going to keep it betting-centric. Yeah, this this is this is always a, a great time of year. It's weird because the Super Bowl is, like, for for people who don't watch the NFL, like, this is... I've been saying it. This is the NFL selling the idea of football to non-football fans. So there's so much that goes into it. And I'm one of those guys that, like, you know, people, like, huddle around for the halftime show. I'm, like, going to the bathroom. Yeah. It's going to be a great halftime yeah, show, though. It's gonna, it's it's gonna, gonna be, be a, be a good one. It's it's gonna be a great one, and I'm sure it'll be great on YouTube the next day when I watch <laughs> it, <laughs> inevitably. But but right, it's it's like it's it's it really is such a fun day, and I think kind of like what you were just saying, Zach. Like it is sometimes fun. Bet what you want to bet. Don't feel like you're pigeonholed into betting something because mm. you know if if you want the value, that's what we hope to have provided you here. But don't make a bet that you're not actually gonna root for. And so sometimes if you want us you want something like it to happen, bet that a safety is gonna be scored in the game and this is the time to do yeah, it. Yeah, and then just just do it and have fun. And if you lose the bet but you're having fun, you're right. This is like the game to do it. So sometimes I get tired of just grinding my balls to try
2: to get a plus <laughs> right? bet. It's, just like, it's just, like just just, just like yeah, like <laughs> and, and, that's,
3: and that's exactly the reason why yeah. I have to like bet aside. Because like even sure. if it's a unit, yeah, yeah. it's like I can't watch yeah. a game and be like all right, I really don't care if the Rams are Bengals. Let's yeah. Go punks, but, like, right. I, like, I need yeah. Johnny Hecker to punt it into the end zone. <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, And, you know, if this guy only gets three receptions, I'm going to have to sell my firstborn child. Like, no. Like, honestly... <laughs> <laughs> go fucking nuts. <notice. laughs> yeah. And you know what? I also highly encourage you to watch with people who also gamble. Because there's yes. nothing worse than yes. the wet blanket in the room who's like, nah, gambling ruins everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hate that. Do you do on this? Yeah. You yeah. Yeah. I remember
1: uh, so many times like watching the Patriots like, in the playoffs like, uh, my aunt would be like, Man, I just don't like Tom Brady. And I'm sitting there seething because I have like, you know, 100, uh, like 160 bucks on him to win. And I'm like, Yeah, I hate him too. Like, fuck off. And then all, all the time, like, um, you know, when I would watch my parents, they'd be like, Did you win money on this? I'm like, No matter what happens, I always win money. So <laughs> right. just, just yeah, let's get that out of the way. Just I won no. I won something here. Don't worry. Well,
3: honestly, I'm trying to, the last Super Bowl that I got absolutely murdered on was the actually it was the Rams and the Patriots.
1: Oh yeah. Because you I know had what?
3: A shit ton of props. And the mm-hmm. only thing that I got right is I had Sony Michelle anytime touchdown. So, so yeah, crazy. so even yeah. though
1: uh Joe and I watched in different locations, um we had Sony Michelle first touchdown. We had to wait till the yeah. third quarter. But uh it, yeah. Hey, yeah. And fun fact actually it, it, status still up in the air. I have never had a losing Super Bowl when I watched with John. So ah, true, yeah. there's He's... two Super Bowls that I had my most profitable betting days, <laughs> And it was uh Chiefs Niners and Rams Patriots. Yes. Those are the two I, Super Bowls I watched down. I have it's already fun.
3: come to terms. I don't think we'll have a more profitable postseason than I had last year. Just the Tom Brady. <laughs> the Tom oh, Brady okay. Bucks. Oh yeah. Because yeah. every game was like, alright, I won I won my units. So let's just roll yeah. it over to next week. You know, roll it over to next week. It was actually kind of sad because like by the fourth quarter last year, I was like, man, it's over. <laughs> yeah, it's over, I'm gonna win. Yeah. We win so much money. This is great. But you, you talk about games that I was wrong on. You talk about that Chiefs.
1: Yeah, it kind of wow. it kind of affected Joe, like moving on as well. <laughs>
3: like,
2: dude, I'm not even joking. I said I said 20 times in the off season, like I can't believe that that
1: happened. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> at one point I was saying like, That's oh so yeah, sad. like I was like starting the grind of like maintaining the model, and I said to Joe like, what do you think about this? And he was like. I don't know. I don't know what's real. Gronk <laughs> had a hundred yards in this Bowl. Like, well, he like a hundred yards and two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. that's. Right, I remember yeah. my
3: dad. I, literally, my oh, my dad, yeah. my it's brother, and both my brothers. <laughs> all like, oh yeah, we we bet Gronk to score, and yeah. then we also put. Money underscore two touchdowns. I'm like, are like, you guys what? fucking kidding me? I'm like, what year do Damn. you think this is? You guys are dumb. Yeah. Well, boy, oh, boy. You know Gronk scores two touchdowns. I'm sitting there like, man, no. I am so fucking not sharp. It's so yeah. really funny. No. And also, before we end, here we go, guys. My favorite prop is going to be the over under of beers drank by Dean and Zach. Oh, shit. Ooh. Wow. Super Bowl Sunday. What is Ooh. the line? I, I feel like we should line this. Yeah. yeah. What do you think? Joe, gonna, I'll tell you. Joe, what. Please line it. Yeah. Me and okay. Dean, I feel like I have a pretty good idea of what, what we're going to do. I have a number. I have a number in mind. Mind, mind of what mind. I'm going to drink. Interesting. Okay. I know what Dean's going to drink. What yeah. would you set the line at? Beers drank by me and Dean combined. Right. during the game or is this? So here complete. we go. I will say starting 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. Okay. Yeah. That is my Sunday.
1: I probably won't crack a beer until about like 5. So I.
3: I'm starting at two. Yeah. I,
0: a a complete, the default we start at is a 12 rack for each. So, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. 24 that,
1: is the bare minimum. That's a really good, that's a really good number. And now,
0: yeah. and now if we, if I would say 16 might be, for each might be doable. Based on the 2 p.m. Yeah, start time
2: from this. Yeah. Side, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So if we do maybe, th- we, let's do a th- maybe 32 and a half. 32 Ooh. and a half. Let's, let's Ooh. set that line at 32 that. and a half. I'm taking the under. Yeah, you, I would probably you do guys did as not well. take yeah. into account
2: purse stay under. Gotcha, yeah. true. Your belly, yeah. really, Mike. Getting so an account for your stomach. Also,
1: <laughs> right over Joe's right shoulder is a refrigerator holding uh, a paid off refrigerator by the way. <laughs> is uh, holding three beatboxes which may be in, wow. in, in the belly what the fuck is it? I'm gonna look at this yo beatbox is like beatbox uh, right? uh, now if you want to sponsor us please we're winning TX over, pod over. right but, um, yeah, I'm taking the over. Yeah, I'm <laughs> checking in are, are are guys door? if I'm not here I'm
0: checking in <laughs> oh here it is 32
1: yep, what the f- alright
0: please,
1: please read the alcohol content it in there. looks like a
3: muscle milk I was just about to say right? if you've been in a crunch and you just, you're just out of protein at the gym <laughs> and you have to grab a muscle milk I would love to drink a beatbox at the gym it says 7.1 1 alcohol by volume. It is a peach punch. Yeah. Beatbox contains alcohol. World's tastiest party. So this is basically... Oh, it's horrible. It doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah. This is fucking jungle juice. I was yeah. say it's It's, it's, it's basically
1: It's basically the new age 4 Loco with no caffeine. <laughs> so. I
3: would bet my life that if you drink fucking one of these, you will wake up <laughs> feeling like you have a sledgehammer. See so if be head. This John, is, you would like that. This is insane. I've never I'm, seen this before. Yeah. John, you fucking love that. Blue I pro- raspberry. I probably You would, would. like that. Yeah, you are definitely Seven point one. that's a
1: lot. Yeah, that's so, so every There's every vacation hundred. golf that I have, we wow. start off with a beatbox on T-Box One. <laughs> Where
2: do you even buy
1: these? The liquor stores? Yeah, $3.99. Like, yo, beatbox, please reach out. Like, out I, I, I'm giving you a glowing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, no, right? but I, I would probably take the under only because I... Yeah. Yeah, and this is, uh, if you listen this long, you you definitely uh, are a super fan. My spot
3: is 12 to 14.
1: Okay. I, I would okay. line it at like 25 and a half, I think. Wow. Uh, okay. Total, I think that's good. I think a 12 pack is exactly the right way so to So I think.
2: might be creating a nice middle there. I might yeah. Be the, uh, <laughs> the wait till the public gets that on there. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, brood for a 28, I hit that both.
3: That is... <laughs> it yeah, was funny, because if you ask my dad, that's i like, you're a fucking champion. 24 years, <laughs> it's like, dad, little do you know, I don't think I've ever drank 24-years in an eight-hour period. It's Until Sunday. Yeah, yeah. From, yeah. Until Sunday. There, there's two situations where the over yeah. hit. I'm either winning every one of my I was events, gonna say, ah, yeah, okay, or I'm yeah. losing every one sure, of my yeah. ends. So like, let's say, I think you could bang the over if in the first five minutes you get...
1: Tails a touchback on back. the coin toss. Yeah. Tails. Touchback. A, a touchback
3: touch And then a first play touchdown. Yeah. Like
2: yeah.
1: 21-17. Ready. I'll I'll go I'll go
3: Who's like the fifth option on the Rams? Who's that Skolnick What the fuck Oh, Scronic. Scronic, yeah. Skwonic, yeah. Skwonic has a 75-yard touchdown on the yeah. first play yeah. of the drive. I was going to say so. the winning the <laughs> winning ticket <laughs> podcast Would be in fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Listeners, please slide in my DMs to the laugh at me. Yeah, yeah. I drink more. Amen, man.
1: That will be fun, and that's yeah. going to be the the episode question when we go to upload it. So, yeah, right. <laughs> so, John, you want to you want to take us home?
0: Yeah, man. Gosh, for for the last NFL game that we have here, for everyone who's been listening, sincerely, thank you very yes. very much. Listen, we we don't we we, we want to grow this thing. You know, we, we get people who listen. Oh, we're we're not reaching thousands and thousands of people, hundreds of people, but we do reach you. And to to put in the time and the effort, listen to us hour by hour every week, we really do appreciate it. I know mm-hmm. a lot of you guys are friends family um and i'd love to return the favor in some way to you uh you know down the road Yeah, so make
1: your own podcast and go 55 (laughs) percent, and then i'll listen there you go oh you can't so
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh so as our as our last nfl pod goes we want to thank you again for listening to an episode of the winning ticket podcast hope you have a great super bowl and hope you have fun because here having fun is finally one thousand